Hey, if you're enjoying SLP's Wine and Cheese podcast, please take the time to rate and review us on your podcast player. This is episode 132. We were on a break. All right, and we're back because we were on a break. We were on a break. <laughs> but we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back together. Yes. In person. Yes, we are. Real life. Yes. Cheers to that. Cheers. Real sound effects. Yeah. Uh, how's it going, Maria? It's going great. We have a Prosecco here with the orange juice, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm loving it. We're drinking mimosas. We're having a mimosa time, mm-hmm. you know. Why not? The baby, Benjamin, just went for his nap. Yes. How do you feel about that, Deb? Um... I feel like sleep is a complicated matter. Mm. Matter. Um, but yeah, so since I last recorded, uh, I have uh, had a baby. He's now eight months old, so it's been a while. Um, I guess I could talk a little bit about labor and delivery if I, if you're so interested. I am. I am so interested. Um, but now, yeah, so I would say an eight-month-old is very different than having a zero to seven-month-old, mm. which seemed all relatively um, the same, and, like, my, my life had not changed so much over time. Um, and then I had, now I have a very mobile baby. Right, yeah, when I walked in, he was just, like, crawling and yes. alert, and then he pulled AJ's hair, my yes. dog and AJ, like, did AJ, are you sure AJ bit him? Like, was it hard? Now I feel I'm just sure terrible. it wasn't hard, but it he wasn't. got a bite. That's what's going to happen when you pull a dog's hair. Yeah. My nephew. <laughs> he did, Benjamin Wesley. did get, but AJ yeah, pretty, that good. was a good pull. Yeah. Like, whoa. My <laughs> nephew Wesley has a Siamese cat, and he always is tormenting the cat to get a bite, and my sister always videotapes it, and I, I cry laughing. I think it's the funniest thing, because he's always like, ow, <laughs> like, duh, and he, he does it on purpose. He's trying to make the cat bite him. Really? But yeah, like, that's what's going to happen if you pull a dog's hair. Yes. That's why Frankie is one of the best dogs to have as a new parent because he's just got skin and wrinkles so what kind of dog is frankie again he's an ori pay or a sharp pug he's half sharp pay half pug mm-hmm. yes and aj is a maltese so he has like the long hair which right. is very easily like oliver has yes, yes. oliver is a yorkie yorkie mm-hmm. is he a little mean sometimes um, <laughs> to other dogs, not people. Okay, AJ no. too. What is this? Is I this like an older senior dog thing? I think like, it's a little dog thing. Get off they're my like, lawn. Hey, I'm big and I'll take you on too. They don't know that they're small. Mm. But Oliver never went to go bite Benjamin, which is funny. He just, he'll withstand the pain and lick the baby's hand <laughs> until he let go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it's funny. Um, but I don't know why he does that. I think he's just used to kids because he's lived with a lot of kids. Gotcha. Gotcha. AJ's yeah. not used to kids in yeah. the same way. So I apologize on my dog's behalf. Listen, you know, Benjamin took, he had a really huge wad of his hair. It's fine. He did, actually. Benjamin, I was like, whoa, yeah. how is this going to end? Yeah. No, it's fine. But we did good and we did you know everything relates to speech benjamin started crying and like you and i too we were like no everything's good and we like kind of like <laughs> swayed him out of that and he went with it he smiled right away and i was like yeah oh, he's i think got he was death. just shocked he was shocked i'm sure it was just a nip like, and he's okay. like ah, what yes happened? 
All right, but everything's okay. Everyone's yes. good now. No problem at no, all. No, no worries. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been a while since we recorded together, and a lot has happened. You have a baby now, yes. eight month old. Mm-hmm. I'm still working the same place. Mm-hmm. How about your work? How's your work treating um, you? I still work, so I work for City Sounds of New York. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Yes. If you want a job, uh, reach out to City Sounds. Tell them Deb sent you. Yes. Um, yeah, and I've worked for them my whole licensed career, so I definitely recommend them. That's um, all you need to say. Yeah. And I also work for um, Mark Cantor. He's got speech, language, and learning. Uh, we always make fun of the name of his company because I can never remember what it is. Um, I think it's speech, language, and learning. Okay. Something like that. SLL. He was like, I just want to cover all the things. And I'm like, yeah, but I just don't remember what it is. Right. Um, anyway, so I work for him, and uh, he's got cases in this neighborhood that I live in. And um, then I also work for Downtown Kids Therapy in Tribeca. And yes. I work at that clinic in downtown Manhattan, which is fun. I do that on Thursdays. Oh, okay. And then I work for St. John's University. I'm an adjunct professor. Oh, you uh, yes. They asked me to come back. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. I just oh, have really? a lot going on this year, yeah, everyone. Yeah. It's not that I didn't like it. I love the students. Right. And it was excellent. And it was a great experience. But I just, between moving, construction on the home, and a wedding planning, it was just like, I, I have to say no to this right, right. now. That's It's going to be a no for me, dog. I just was taking all work that was remote. Yes, I could see that. Yeah, that's what, and I'm not doing a wedding or moving or construction. So. For the for first for a while now, like I know, the moving I, especially because ever since I've known Deb, she's always moved. on the move. Even when I met Deb, she told me of her moving history. Yes, you know, right? You're like, hi, I'm Deb. I've lived in twelve different states, <laughs> ten different years. That was like her script. Yes, I had a script. That was my intro because people always ask you where you're from, and then you tell them where you're from and if someone else is from there they will then challenge whether or not you are truly from that place Mm, so i just right off the bat say i'm i'm not from anywhere yes michael can i help you mike's here deb's (laughs) husband he's raising his hand deb's (laughs) yeah you do you want to come on no i'm joking you just didn't come on if you for a second come on on if you right now at this point so yeah you might as well um, hello, everybody. Happy MLK Day. Um, I just want to say I just gave my dog a bath. Uh, it would be we should take those shower doors off the off the yeah, shower. I made the um, mistake of asking the landlord, and he said no. But it's better to ask for forgiveness. You should than always do. You should never ask your landlord permission for anything. These people are parasites, <laughs> and they uh, don't have any. They shouldn't have any control over you. You should do whatever you want to their house. Put holes in the wall. Build a podcast studio. Yeah. Um, yeah, mount shelves, whatever it is. Let them worry about it mm-hmm. after. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree, yeah. honey. Yes. Yeah. Landlords will all be eliminated in the in the revolution. So, Maria, how are your um, tenants doing? My tenants oh, are doing well. I'm pretty chill. Um, <laughs> my tenants are good. And um, I'm sure they might even feel the same way Mike does, but... <laughs> they don't tell me that that that's how they feel. So I just go with it, and uh, my goal is that everyone is safe and happy, pretty mm-hmm. much. That's good because um, we just read the, in the news about a whole the with New York City the um, they're stopping the whole like extension that they had for for not tenants 
and now with the eviction. So looks oh. like there's going to be a lot of evictions. Oh, I was talking about there was a big house fire in oh, the Bronx because yes. these people had no heat or they claimed they had enough heat. Yes. But they were using space heaters and then it malfunctioned and like all these people got and hurt. And they didn't so. have the proper sprinkler heads. Yeah. And, yes. So, yes, important to make sure everyone's safe. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And then the landlord of that just became a part of Eric Adams' team. So, basically, um, hmm. nothing is good. And right. there's no there's no way of saving, like, the world, the country. Like, everyone in politics is not out to help you. They're I actually agree. Themselves. I've been feeling the yeah. same way since, honestly, COVID. This is going to take, <laughs> take a dark turn. <laughs> Everyone, um, yeah. we are losing some faith in the uh, politics of America. And <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like we have to thank Trump because he, like, made everyone pay more attention to politics. Okay. Even though, like, so many people hated him, including myself, um, I wasn't such an active um, hater participant or, like, learner in okay. politics until he was president. And I was upset with him. Mm -hmm. um, now I'm still, you know, more involved than I've ever been. And I'm, I'm, I'm very unimpressed. Yes. Um, with what's happening. Yeah. And it just seems like, you know, I don't think there's any political solution. We can't trust anyone because those who get power are the least suited for it. I think that's the quote. You know? Oh, is it? I don't know the something quotes. Something like that. Like, but if you want to be in charge of everything, like there, you, there's something's wrong with you at that point. Mm -hmm. If that's what, so you're not going to be like out for the greater good, unless you're Bernie Sanders, who does care about people. If he does or not, I don't he, know. He we should does. have him on the show. Oh, I would love, would I would love to have to Bernie Sanders. <laughs> if anyone show. is interested in any certain political guests, <laughs> write to us. Let us know. He would. Oh. Hey, do you want to come on our podcast? It's called SLP's Wine and Cheese. cheese. Yeah, he likes. We're Caesar, gonna so. drink wine, eat mm -hmm. cheese, and talk about your goals for the youth. Maybe yeah. we should focus on education reform. Maybe we should talk about what about our children now who didn't who missed out on all the schooling with COVID, especially yeah. like special needs kids, like mm -hmm. you know, and services being remote. Was that like a hot mess? Was that good? I felt like my sessions were pretty good. I felt like mine were really good, <laughs> and I felt like it was good that parents got. Um, to Insight. see what their kids yes. are doing in speech, yes. That I thought was super um, paramount for those who had the most complex Agreed. needs. Agreed. Um, were we able to target every single thing? No. no. But I also think that like when we work with higher needs populations, mm -hmm. I don't think that speech in the educational setting is sufficient. Mm. I think speech in the educational setting is strictly to help them in their educational setting well, that's i think that's the whole point of that's it that's the only point of it and <laughs> we forget that we lose and i'm a supervisor i'm a cf supervisor and and i have student the cfs they bring up stuff like voice stuff right right and i'm like this is very valid however <laughs> This is they not still don't know their letters. Right. And this is not impacting their education. It. Well, I mean, anything you can justify. I just use that as an excuse. I don't know. But no, you're. that's what I'm saying, too. It's like that child probably needs outside speech mm -hmm. therapy. Probably, And it's yes. not the responsibility of the speech in the educational setting. I, that's provider. how I feel about feeding. Hey. 
Yeah. We're here. And anyone could justify it, but, like, that's not going to, you know, help them find the main idea of the story. No, it's not. Yeah. Cheers, Cheers. to that. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about all the, um, I should drink. Mm-hmm. Mm. I knew we shouldn't have made any points for this episode. We're not following anything. Oh, I have points. Uh, don't, well, don't. well, I have a question. Yeah, go for it. We can How have do questions. you feel about the new push and drive on Instagram? I know you deleted Instagram. I did. I deleted it, but then I reinstalled it again because I was like, okay. all right, I'm back to work. And it is really good to get inspiration for different mm-hmm. therapy IT ideas and stuff. But while it was the winter break and then I had COVID, I was like, I'm not, I don't want to scroll on Instagram and see all species things. I'm not working right now. Plus, I think that's healthy for me to just like turn that part of right. my brain off this sometimes. This is why I have multiple Instagrams. Yes. Like if I go on my Deborah Instagram, I don't see anything speech. I erase my personal Instagram because just because it's like, go. how much, how many Instagrams am I going to have? Like I like three? to compartmentalize my Instagram. There's too many Instagrams. <laughs> like I ain't got time for this Instagram <laughs> life. Like. Well, you just don't update it when you're not involved yeah, in it. I don't know. I just like whatever. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, it, everyone is different. Anyway. Yes. Exactly. What do you think about? Tell me. Um, the push for like all the neuro neurodiversity, um, making sure that you say autistic person mm-hmm. and not person with autism. Right. No longer discussing um, levels of severity. Um, Eliminating any sort of goals regarding eye contact. Um, okay, that's a lot of questions. So yeah. the eye contact one, I'm okay with not yeah. targeting that. I that's never liked right. that. Whatever. First of all, I never <laughs> liked it to begin with because mm-hmm. it's like, how do we know this goal is done? Yes. Maybe today he doesn't want to look at you. That's a good point. Maybe you smell today. I'm just saying. They have, yeah. you know, that's oversensitive. Maybe you use a new perfume and you think it looks, gr- it smells great, but maybe it smells like poo-poo. Right, yeah. You know? So I want to move away from, I want to move my nostrils right. away from your neck. And, and, and sometimes <laughs> I don't want to look at anybody either. I agree with that. I'm okay with that. So I've, yeah. I don't think I've ever made an eye contact goal. No. But that is also different from um, gaining attention. Sometimes I need them to right. like at least turn towards me right. or their group member, especially. I like to say we'll visually check in. Visually check in. So yeah. like within five seconds of their name being called, they will look in my direction. There you go. I like I can that. Check, I can say if that happened or not. Yes. I cannot say appropriate eye contact. I don't know what that is. I inherit a lot of goals because I change jobs a yes, lot. Yes. So you're you're you stay with the same caseload for a while, so it's different for you. Correct. I inherit goals. I supervise other people who write goals, mm. and then I in turn inherit the goals that they have now inherited. Oh, so you. So I'm I am very much bombarded with goals. Yeah. So I see. I never I never liked eye contact. Yeah, I hear you. you. I have my goals that I like, and then I have goals that come to me. I'm just like, ah, oh, this one. You know, I yeah. get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I've never made an eye contact goal. I've seen it before. Maybe I don't even recall that much. If I have, it hasn't been a lot. Mm -hmm. So I have definitely seen that one being phased out. Um, About the severity, that's a hard one. Like as SLPs, we can just talk about the severity of the speech and language deficits. I'm not going to talk about the severity of like a sensory system. I think that's more of like an occupational therapist realm or, Mm -hmm. you know, severity of if they got like went to a neurologist, like that's the neurologist's scope of practice. So like within my, our scope of practice, I think it's okay to talk about severity because it's what do they know they're now do they know only nouns or do they know some verbs too like how much is the vocabulary impacting them or you know can they only say one word or can they say three four words like there's a difference there so i think we have to at least 
talk about that severity of speech and language skills yeah. that I think we're able to able and should do. I'm going to drink to that. Yes. Cheers. Drink to that. I agree with that. Drink to severities. Sever- yeah. Sever- so you should talk to. Mm-hmm. There you go. We should speak to like how the individual is presenting. I think what is not to be done any longer is to say somebody is severely autistic. Mm, okay. I'm um, not going to write that. Like, how do no, I, know? I don't write that. And I don't think I say that either. Um, and the reason why we don't do that is mm-hmm. because it is not coming from a capable standpoint. So uh-huh. if you say somebody is severely autistic, you're not focusing on what they can do, which is what we're going to talk about when we are talking about their speech and language skills. So instead of saying, you know, they are nonverbal, we might say, they primarily use one word or gestures to communicate. There we go. Now we know what they do. <laughs> right. And we know, like, you know, this is how they express themselves. We would, yes. And, and somebody who is neurotypical mm-hmm. might use more than that to communicate. And that's how we know that there's right. a difference there. Um, yes. But if we say somebody is, um, like, mildly mm-hmm. autistic... Yeah. That's inappropriate, too, because you are um, downplaying their struggles because mm. they're like an iceberg. We're all icebergs, right? right? So if we're just saying, oh, they're like only a little bit autistic. Yeah. Then that person might be like, oh, well, like every day is hard, but I guess I'm only a little autistic. Right. And we don't know their inner struggles, too. Right. Like maybe just like getting dressed in the morning is like really difficult for them. And if that's the first thing you have to do every day, then that'd be like, well, every day is starts off feels severe to me <laughs> yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah so i i see that point mm-hmm. but um so i had talking points did you want to ask me another no, question I think, that, uh, now I think that we agree and uh and i think that to conclude this uh-huh. is that we do want to make sure that we are like update we are listening to those who are part of the population agree and we are you know speaking towards the preference of our individual clients because even though like there could be a movement that we say you know autistic person maybe somebody wants to be referred to as person with autism i don't know i think we have to ask them just we like have to ask what them. pronouns do you want they the research says to ask people so i think this is, should right. be the same thing like how do you want me to yeah. call you or just like if i was like hi my name is deb or yeah. deborah or miss brooks or mrs racine i get a lot of names i i told i tell you how i want to be addressed how do you want to be addressed deb? i don't know anymore okay. deb i guess deb. i'm at a school and then and they're like what's your name and i'm like can we come back to that because i'm not sure what i want to be called here <laughs> and i'm like we're just going to speech mrs deb mrs because now you're mrs i don't like being first name in uh school okay i'll be first name in preschool okay um but yeah not in elementary school okay and i just can't decide if i'm miss brooks or mrs racine mrs r racine that's a hard one mrs r (laughs) yeah i mean both of the i have brooks and and okay it's all hard so that's why let's just skip that i don't know who i am okay what's going on with you work is going well (laughs) with me um we are reorganizing the speech room Mm -hmm. and i was just curious if any of the listeners want to slide into our dms and let us know some organizational tips which we're learning stuff along the way we had one of our SLPs leave, Emily Brulo. She's been a guest on the show. So she took a position at a different school. Now we have a new therapist. Welcome, Monica. 
And uh, nice. we're uh, redoing the whole room, reorganizing stuff. Like, the room looked like a hurricane went through it. Yeah. But at the same time, I do like it. And now we, like, created bins. Uh-huh. So my tip to everyone is to get st- store things in clear storage bins so you could see and label things. Mm-hmm. So we started doing things by seasonal. I don't know if you're into, like, organizing and stuff. But you don't um, have that many no, materials. Like No, I wish that I was more into organizing, like, in my life. Mm-hmm but I'm not. Um, and I don't have a ton of materials and my tip has been to, uh, find it, use it, get rid of it. I like that. I (laughs) like that, which you have to at least go through what you have. Mm -hmm. And I watched the home edit on Netflix and that's like one of the first things, like just take everything out and then like organize it. So like arts and crafts, like therapy materials or like toys, blocks. So you have to like, just see what you have and then put them in categories and then know where to store them. Right. So and when I start doing that, I'm like, oh, I have all these things and I like them. They mm-hmm. shouldn't get thrown away. And maybe I don't want to go through the effort of donating because I'm a big buy nothing fan. We've talked about this, but I still have to post it. I have to pick a person who can have it. I have to coordinate their pickup. But yes. so then I, I pulled out all the things that I had and I thought, let me see what I can do with this stuff. And I had a huge bag of Legos, which I found on a stoop. So mm. I didn't buy these Legos. Nice. And I've been using them a lot in speech therapy. I use, I like things that are pieces because then you can build pieces, you know? Um, yeah. And they like, they want more. Um, but then I'm like, okay, so eventually we're going to get tired of the, this, these Legos like that these kids have. And Mm -hmm. like, so my choice is then to, um, use them until people are bored of them, store them and then use them next year. I like that. Or I use them up and give them away. So Mm. what we've been doing is I will, um, I've been creating a lot of board games out of paper with speech goals on it. Like if it's articulation, all the pieces are a word and then you roll the dice, you go that many spaces and you say the word that many times, something like that. I like it. We make a game piece out of the Legos. I see. And then the kid gets to keep those Legos when they leave and that's their... Take that Lego and get out of here. Yes. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) So then my, my Lego bag's been decreasing. We're not going to get bored of them because they will soon be gone. Um, and, and I won't have to store them in my house. That's great. You don't want to store anything in your house. So if anyone's yes. listening to this and you have stuff but in you your house. But you might have to store things no, in I your don't, house. No, I don't want to. I don't but want to. But you work in a school. I don't work in a, I don't like, I don't have a room in a school anymore. True. You so can get a clear have. storage bin container then and contain your stuff. Yes. I would if recommend you, that. Then. I guess, and, and, and I could wherever I am ask for like some storage spot for that specific kid but most of the things that i have travel kind of like with i me. see because you're traveling yes person. i'm going different places yes so you do essentially like you might not have a choice but to store things at your house i see okay yeah well and then it is helpful to at least see what you own yes, before clear. you clear plastic containers mm-hmm. and just take it all out and then group it and that way you could see what you have yeah so that's my work point I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So you're also planning a wedding and you bought a house and you're doing construction. What yes, is that about? That is about my life. I um, mean, buying a house seems super intimidating. It was, but um, that part was over with and it was like took longer to move in because the owners were still there and then they had new construction. So that was like mm-hmm. kind of annoying, but it and was I heard what it was. Lots of houses in Staten Island, everyone who I talked to who was like selling their house, mm-hmm. these construction workers are not closing the permits oh really and if there's open permits on the house you can't sell it oh that's not good yeah so like the construction worker has to like 
close out permits, which I hear is a thing that happens. That didn't happen to us, good. I don't think, so that's good. But I wonder if that's like a general contractor um, kind of responsibility. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm very happy with how the house looks. I uh, picked my paint colors, and that was... That was, you know, a process. So I did yes. like a creamy. And oh, so this is what I wanted to ask you. Yes. Is your design aesthetic minimalism, mm. maximalism, Ooh. something in between? What are you thinking? I'm going to think something in between. Okay. And I did want like, gla- so this is my tip that oh, I learned. Gla- oh, are you going to give me some words? I like this. Yes. Okay. This is from um, a podcast that I learned, in t- Affordable Interior Design. Mm-hmm. And they said, t- the woman, Betsy Helmuth, says to pick a style word and a feeling. So the style. I like is glam and then the feeling is cozy and then she says for bonus you could add sophisticated so glam cozy sophisticated Ah. so you should only buy things that fit that phrase glam cozy sophisticated I like that Mm -hmm. what do I like well I also like bohemian style too because I was looking on Pinterest and glam seems a little too feminine and like you know I want like yeah, Sal, like glam no. <laughs> seems like rhinestones and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's why I was like, maybe bohemian is more, I'm okay with that style too. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with bohemian, cozy, What about bohemian glam? Well, that's, you have to have one style word and one feeling word. Okay. Boho glam? <laughs> that could be a Boho style. Glam. Boho glam. Boho glam. <laughs> Here we go. What's boho I glam? feel like they I like boho glam. Yeah, like something that's like bohemian, but also has some glam to mm-hmm. it. I like boho glam. Deb? Yeah, I you're think. You're so smart. Yeah, you should trademark that. I'm going to try. I think that's what like anthropology is. Mm. Boho glam. Is it? Yeah, I because they ha- there's all these like, like I got this, I got, I have all these new wide leg pants now Mm because that's apparently the new thing and i got a pair of bell bottoms remember when you made fun of me for (laughs) yes because they were out at that point they're now back in so like this is the difference now you're still in skinny jeans maria so we need to (laughs) look at my pants they're bigger yes No, yes. I think it's all ridiculous. And I still wear my skinny jeans. And I feel like a ninja. Like, I could kick someone's ass in my skinny jeans. You think so? Oh, They're yeah, very stretchy then, huh? I think, yeah, I probably only buy... Mine are all, like, Levi's and J. Crew. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I feel like I could do a cartwheel. I can do a lot of things in my skinny jeans. Um, Great. But uh, Perfect for work. Yeah, anyway, so I was in anthropology, and I bought a lot. I kept getting everything hippie. But then there was also, like, all these New Year's Eve outfits that were very... Glam. Glam. And yes. I was like, so I think this that's that's boho glam anthropology. Okay, I'm going to have to check there out anthropology. There were also, like, metallic glasses I wanted. Oh, yes. metallic glasses. Like, there was uh, hints of metallic in the glasses, like, around the rim. Yeah. Yeah, it was good stuff. I will in keep there. that in mind when designing the space. Yeah. But I am happy with the pink colors, and that took me a while. Good. I recommend to everyone to I buy saw samples. A cream. Yes. What else did you pick? So I, she's got what's. So how did you choose your paint? Well, I was thinking, do I want more cool or do I want more warm? And mm-hmm. I actually wanted more warm this time. And in my research, that's I think more of a warm trend. Warm is more associated with cozy. Yes, I think so too. Mm-hmm. I didn't want anything with any more gray undertones because I feel oh, like I've I done went through gray. a phase where I was so over gray. Yes, and I'm I was like anti gray for a while. Not anti gray. It's still a neutral. You know, mm-hmm. you'll still incorporate it somehow. 
Yeah. But uh, the living, the master bedroom is like a bluish. Oh, you're not allowed purple. to say master bedroom. Oh anymore. yes, primary. The primary mm-hmm. bedroom. Excuse me. You're. I learned that. Primary yes. bedroom is. Oh, because a I've been watching Selling Sunset. Oh, okay. It's an awful show. Is it awful? But are it's you addicted good. to it? Um. Well, I binged it all, and I'm not like mm-hmm. trying to watch it again. Gotcha. So you're. No, so I just like I it. saw it all. Yeah, and I. Okay. You know, I don't know how to turn shows off. Very mm. nice. So yeah. this is like blue again. Yes, we did blue for the third bedroom, the baby bedroom. Oh. It doesn't mean it's a baby in there. It's just the smallest one, so I call it the baby one. Mm-hmm. So that's a is whole it, separate topic. So I how many know. bedrooms do you have? It's three. It's three. Yes, yes. three and upstairs. Yes. I have a, I had a baby room. Mm, and what now, happened to that? Well, I like my baby where I can see him. I gotcha. <laughs> so he's. In the primary in the bedroom. Primary bedroom. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. He's only, he's only, he's still a baby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I think that as a parent, you got to do whatever works best for you. Agreed. I'm not a parent, but I just think that's good advice. Yes. Yes. And uh, maybe like like my friend Gabby did the whole like sleep training and she did the whole like didn't nurse at night anymore because she is somebody who needed like her sleep and her space and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't need sleep and space. You don't need that. So it's different. And maybe like your kid will thrive more because that's who you are, mm-hmm. you know, and they are your genes. Yeah. But I'm a very clingy person, so I think I have a clingy baby, and I'm clingy, and he's clingy, and I like it like that. Then that's it. But but Instagram, this is the only time in my life where Instagram bothered me and this haunted me. This is why me, I raced it for two weeks. I unfollowed all of the sleep oh. Instagrams because mm. they were stressing me out. What were they saying? Like how important it is? And oh my goodness! Like sleep training and like putting your baby to sleep in a separate room and and the one thing that got me the most was like don't put them don't nurse them to sleep don't put them to bed asleep put them in the bed drowsy but awake and then leave them there and that never works for us at all as mm-hmm. soon as i walked away he screams like he's in the next scream movie <laughs> so um so that wasn't helpful for no, you you're no, saying but some people that would be like because some people would be like i like boundaries and schedules and this stuff i don't need that Okay, then you didn't yeah. do it. So. I just follow like a routine, like a math routine, kind of like with wake windows. With wake windows. So like you'll learn this when you have a baby, but it's like, um, like the baby. Let's say he wakes up at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Then an hour and a half to two hours later, he'll need his first nap. Gotcha. That's he'll have a two-hour wake window. Mm-hmm. So instead of being like he has naps every day at twelve and two. It's like, well, when he woke up two hours later. Okay, you just adjust it. From you adjust there. it. Yeah, you're you have just... a routine. You do the things in the order. Mm-hmm. But it's not always going to be the same times. Gotcha. You just want to make sure you don't keep him awake too long so that he's, like, exhausted and stressed. As soon as my husband's trying to play with the baby and the baby cries, I'm like, he's too tired. <laughs> That's how I know. That's how you know. Look at these yeah. tips you've learned. Oh. Speaking of your husband, mm-hmm. there he is. So those are my talking points. Well, the wedding stuff, I mean. Oh, we'll just have to talk about that on the next one, guys. Yes, that's about it. Sorry we've been gone for so long. As you can see, we've uh, had a lot to do. Definitely. And uh, we're back now. We're back. We're back now, and and, um, we're back at least definitely until May. (laughs) 
<laughs> Definitely until May. We're committing to May. And um, our quote, I don't know. I don't have a quote. Well, I, think. I, I wanted just have? to reiterate my tip. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if you have a tip. You might maybe have a mommy tip. But okay. my tip is to get clear storage plastic bins. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always have to be bins. Like maybe uh, you just come across it like in a packaging. Just don't throw things away that are clear because that's good because you can see what you have stored in there. And that's how you could avoid clutter and just buying too many things and just have more order in your life. Right. So I like that clear bins, clear bins. And my tip is going to be find it, use it, get rid of it. I like that one. Mm -hmm. Don't hold on to things. Um, Yes. Maybe that's the quote. Yeah. Don't hold on to things. (laughs) Don't hold on to things unless they uh, fit your design aesthetic. I gotcha. Yes. Yes. And ask yourself your style word, right? Yeah. What style are you looking for? And what feeling are you looking for when you want to go into this room? Yes. And that could work for your therapy room, too. So I wonder what my, my therapy room style would probably be. Um, wait, it's style and feeling? Yes. What's the style word? Okay. The style could be like contemporary. Minimalism could be the style. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it would be like fun, inviting. Fun, so, like, styles are, like, I don't, it might be harder for a classroom. Yeah, what's a like, style word? It's like a style is, like, contemporary or, like, um... I guess maximalism, maximalism inviting. Inviting. So, it's, like, big decorations. Okay. And then the feeling is that, like, you're welcome. Oh, inviting. You're okay. inviting. All right. You're, yeah. So, if it doesn't fit that style and feeling... Sophisticated, if you and want it to be... Yeah. Throwing, that's the bonus, the third word. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, that's the tip that I got from Betsy Helmet. They have a great podcast. And, um, yeah. Did you find a quote? Did I find a quote? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm just going to type in quote of the day. Okay. And let's see what Google says. Let's ask Google this question. because Google says that the quote of the day is, In the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Martin Luther King Jr. Very appropriate. Mm -hmm. I like that. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.